Hey, baby, welcome to a very special edition of the Mouse and More podcast. It's our semi-annual Valentine's edition. And here's my main lady, Chris Wood. Welcome to the show. I don't I don't know if Cheryl's going to like that, but it is a semi-annual Valentine's Day show. Why? Because we'll probably do another one in six months because we'll forget that we did it, right? <laughs> because who knows more about love than five grown-ups who sit around talking about Disney in their mom's basement? Oh, yeah. wait, it's not our mom's basement, but it might as well be. <laughs> well, you don't Podcasting. know where I'm at. Exactly. You could be in your mom's basement. <laughs> Mom, I'm podcasting. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I know, because we're so romantic on the weekends. This is we what we are. do. So, so we kind of thought, you know, let's talk about like our, what, what would be our ideal Valentine's? If someone came to us and said, I need to plan a perfect Valentine's, what, how, what would we tell them to do? So I'm going to start with Tony because Tony probably thinks romantic thoughts all the time because he's married to Cheryl. Go ahead. I am probably the least romantic man I know. No. I know. I try, but uh, I don't always succeed. But I do give myself credit for trying. I think you have to give yourself credit for trying. Kevin once bought a book while we were dating called like 101 Ways to Be Romantic <gasps> and then never read it. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. Kevin. Nice. Well, I will say that uh, we've never been at Disney for Valentine's Day. However, the most romantic day that we spent, we were there for our 15th anniversary. And Cheryl had always talked about us uh, going to Italy for our five-year anniversary. And, well, that never happened because we had two kids by then. And then it was our 10-year anniversary. And, I don't know, we still had two kids and life got in the way and then we happened to be in Epcot for our 15th anniversary, and uh, we actually sent the kids off on their own. It was their first time, uh, uh, you know, roaming around the parks by themselves, and we let them go in Epcot. And we actually went and had a very nice uh, romantic meal at Tutto Italia. Hmm. So while we could not make it to the actual country of Italy, uh, we did have a romantic meal. Uh, for the first time in probably about 12 years, uh, you know, without kids. Um, and it was nice to do things as adults. And we actually got to talk to each other and not make sure that people were eating their vegetables. Uh, and uh, followed that up with a little bit of a stroll. Uh, probably some cocky, gory dessert for me. And uh, some liquor from for Cheryl from the, the frozen margarita stand. So... While it's not romantic in the traditional sense, um, it was our little trip to Italy, and uh, I do promise her that at some point uh, we'll make it across the pond over to the to the real country. Aww, I like that. I don't know. That is kind of romantic. I mean, it would have been even more romantic if, like, you hadn't been there. But I mean, it was pretty. <laughs> no, I mean, in all seriousness, I think that's very cute. It's very, it's kind of romantic. I'm glad you got to do that. It is. It was as close to Italy as we're going to get in the next couple of years. That's adorable. All right. Well, I, I like that. Let's see. What about you, Bridget? What about you? Um, I'm not a huge fan of Valentine's Day to begin with, but. I think if we were doing Valentine's Day in Disney, 
and it was just us and we didn't have the kids, I'd probably start the day off at maybe one of the spas. And if Mark wants to go to the spa, fine. He's not a spa guy. So maybe I'll go for a little bit, you know, kind of do our thing. And then I would probably want to do like the wild Africa trek or something, like do something that we couldn't do with the kids. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, I think that would be kind of cool because we're both, you know, we both like to experience new things. So um, I think we do that and then probably hit the parks and then end, end the day with California grill dinner and then, or, or maybe Gico. I don't know. Jury's out. That's a good one too. We like that one. Um, and maybe end it with a fireworks crew, something like kind of nice and relaxing, um, you know, and then that, that would probably be it. I mean, I, I, I feel, I feel like you have to kind of, if you're doing Valentine's day, you kind of have to do something together. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you don't, you don't have like little appendages after you. It's not yeah. as romantic by yourself. I can <laughs> tell you. It's not. No, I th- you don't know. <laughs> I think Bridget's idea of a perfect day is not, not to have any of us in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to Mark's perfect day and like having it become the complete polar opposite where like it involves mouse boats and, you know, backstage tours and yeah. completely opposite everything Bridget wants to do. That's so, so funny. So it really well. Oh Bridget, I just want you to know if it is the complete opposite, I will come with you on the, on the Africa trek. Uh, because I only want to do that to do one thing, and that's to wear those little safari slash photographer vests. Yeah, the vest. Because there's nothing sexier than a photographer's vest. Exactly. Those are sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. For, I mean, that's pretty much. I don't like Valentine's Day. I, I, I know I sound like a curmudgeon, but I don't know. I got her flowers before. She's like, you don't need to get me flowers. They just die. I'm like, that's nice. Uh, it's <laughs> true. I feel like it's sort of a holiday that's kind of set up for disappointment. But at the same time, you know, I mean, like, more so even than Christmas. Like, you know, there have definitely been Christmases when I've been like, oh, thanks. This iron is wonderful. I can't wait to use it. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, it, w- it wasn't an iron, actually. Um, but, I mean, Christmas is different. There's so much other stuff surrounding it that maybe if you get a – you know, one thing not going right, it's okay. But with Valentine's, I think like everyone is set up to sort of think you have to have a perfect romantic day. But I think that kind of Tony's situation shows you that it doesn't have to be like, you know, the Hallmark kind of thing. It can be very kind of cute and special and just kind of be right. not yeah. what everyone, because it's your idea, right? I mean, like there are so many people who come into Disney World for Valentine's Day, they get engaged, they have special dinners, they do all the kinds of cute little traditional things. And that's wonderful, but it doesn't have, like everyone's idea is going to be different. So, right. True. Yeah. Speaking of different, Liza. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ditch the kids. So you need to make sure that there's no kids around. Um, find a place to put them. Leave them in the hot <laughs> tub. Um, you know. I'm just joking. <laughs> but, you know, try to just go on your own because it well, kind of. Kids Night Out. Kids Night Out has great sitters. And you can you can be very specific. Like, I want a, you know, a granny type or I want a college student, male, female, whatever you prefer that you think is going to interact better with your kids. So you don't have to leave them locked in the room, it, you know. Yeah, you, could, you might not want to risk that. Or leave them but what if you tub. want to? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I mean, definitely it does kind of uh, 
if you don't have the children at all there, let's say you just did it, you know, you left them with the in-laws for like a weekend and you go and um, I think you could go to a spa, like Bridget said, because I love a massage and I would like to get a couple's massage. I think that sounds really nice. And then, um, you know, do the parks. I think Epcot, I love Epcot. Well, well, we know that, but I like, I think the, the, the countries and just looking around in the shops and holding hands. And then you could go back to the room and take a nice long nap because you wouldn't have any kids, you know, because I like to nap too. I like a nap. If I can get a nap, I'm taking a nap. And then I would like to get dressed really nice and go to California Grill and have a really nice dinner and watch the fireworks over there. I think that would be great. Okay. I like that. You know, Chris, I, I like the idea of the, the kids' night out and, and having somebody come to watch the kids while you're there. And can I tell you, we had an anti-romantic experience once. We brought the girls. They were probably, I don't know, eight and five. We had this, you know, grandmotherly type come, and we were at Old Key West. She took the kids, was going to take them out for dinner. Cheryl and I went over to Big River Grill and Brew Works over on the boardwalk. We ordered our food. Cheryl got sick, walked outside. I got our food to go, went back to the room. She was out cold. The woman stayed there in the room, watched the kids. I went to the Magic Kingdom alone, spent three hours by myself walking around riding rides. Most romantic night I ever spent. Wow. (laughs) You know what? And you can tell people with kids because sometimes that's all they really want. Like Liza wants her nap and and Tony wants to go on, on those rides. So, yeah, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah, I mean, a nap? Oh, I mean, I'm all about a nap. I never get a nap, hardly. So, it's like, if I can get a nap, (laughs) that's when you know you've hit, you know, middle age. Naps (laughs) naps are underrated. I don't like naps. Um, I can't do it. Like, I'll try and I can never fall asleep. I can't either. Mark can sleep for like three hours. Oh, my gosh. I'm like Mark. I'm like, yeah, I could lay down right now and be asleep in like three three seconds. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I can so sleep worse. anywhere. I can sleep like in an airport on the floor. I don't even care. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you you guys that um, work in offices and in in not in your house, do you ever sleep at work? <laughs> no. Yeah, let's just, just be honest no. real quick. I, let's just honest right now. I will right tell now. you something. Can I just tell you something? I used to work for Florida Department of Law Enforcement when I was in grad school. And I was totally broke. So I had a full-time job that was like four to midnight. And I had a, you know, school during the day. And um, because the quotas were set in such a way that you could get your work done in like three or four hours, maybe even less at that time, um, I would just sleep under my desk. <laughs> like and the worst thing about it was that my boss knew. Because he, I mean, like, he was like... You know, hey, you know, once you exceed your quota for the night, just do whatever you need to do. Do your homework or something. He was the best boss in the whole world. Aww. I loved him. And yeah, I mean, I had a pillow and everything. Nice. <laughs> Dang. There was carpeting. Hey, it was the state of Florida. What do you expect? Did anyway. you sleep at him? Yeah, I take a, about a 15-minute nap at like about 2 o'clock at my desk sitting there. I have the, I have the, uh, I have the screens positioned so nobody can see my my head when they walk past my office, and I I can I'm still able to hear what's going on. So if I hear somebody walking down the hallway or or like opening up the door, I can hear it. So I'll wake up. 
I can see that. I can so see nice. it. But I literally sit there and like just start falling asleep. It's wonderful. It, it, I feel so refreshed when I wake up. Yes, like, yes. I do that, I don't feel good. I mean, under the desk with the pillow, yeah, I could sleep that way. But I was in my 20s then. You know, like I could sleep anywhere that now I can't. I couldn't nap to save my life. So more and more companies are are putting in like nap rooms where you can <laughs> like lay down for. Like, I'm like I am. I'm on board with that idea. Bring it on. Yes. Nap room. Nap room. Well, I think they should have nap rooms at Disney, frankly. But, oh you know, no gosh. one looks at it. God knows what you'd catch in those rooms. That's anyway. True. That's true. <laughs> okay, Mark. What's your perfect romantic day at Disney World? See, I, like, I struggled with this. Richard and I went to Disney a few times before we had kids. And then uh, we've only ever been once alone without the children. But I really think like, like for me, I, I don't think it would be a big thing like Adam had going on. I think like the best times that I remember having with Bridget when I, when we really have a good time and, and um, you know, just sort of connected um, all it was, was we'd go out to a nice dinner somewhere, whether it be Narcoozies or California grill or something like that. And then just spend the day walking around the park because what you lose as a parent, you know, when you bring your kids to Disney is spontaneity, <laughs> you know, like you can't do anything. Hey, sort of ain't that the truth. Right. So it's, it's nice to just be two adults walking around the parks and just being like, Hey, let's go try this or Hey, let's go try that. And, and, um, you know, like one of the best times that Bridget and I, I think we had, we left the kids with my parents for the night and then Bridget and I just went out we didn't have any plans or anything. We didn't have any reservations anywhere. And we just kind of walked around Epcot and we ended up at um, Flying Fish on the on the boardwalk. And it was just a really fun evening. Like we really had a good time that night, you know, and that's so that, that would kind of be my my romantic evening. We're not okay. very planned people. We're very like kind of spur of the moment, wherever the wind takes us. Yeah. I, but that's that's such a good I, point, Mark. With the what you lose as a parent is the ability to be spon- spontaneous with your partner because it's hard. It's all about yeah. with the kids and their time frames and their schedules, and they're so demanding. And so that you lose that romance and that connection. So it's good to get it back like that. That's great. Right. I, I just have to say one thing to Bridget. So you you're saying that you know you're spur of the moment kind of people. How did you get the Alex P. Keaton kid? We're not really sure how that happened. Because, <laughs> you know, people don't know Nick, but I mean, Nick is like, you know, I still think Nick is like a, you know, 40-year-old CPA living yeah. in your house. Nothing I, wrong I, with that. My theory is Nick is a reaction to having two parents like us. He's like, need <laughs> some structure in this house, <laughs> and I've got to be it. You people don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Too funny. Between that, so we have to do his show topic next time. We'll have to get oh, that well, one out of the way. Oh, he's yeah, been, we really need He's to. been suggesting, well, maybe he could be our director. We kind of need one, so, you know. <laughs> he's really good with the ideas. Well, I like his ideas. Well, we'll that option because he will take it. Yes. yes. <laughs> Don't get even go there. Detailed spreadsheets about all the show topics coming up. That's adorable. That's great. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm going to go next and I'm not going to have my own personal experience. I'm going to sort of act like if a client came to me cuz I do sometimes get like people will be planning a trip and like occasionally I'm working entirely with the the woman and then I'll get a message from the guy and they'll say, "Hey, I want to do something really special." And so, so I have a little experience in this. And I think if I had a client who was say going to get engaged, I think what I would do is I would 
suggest to them, first of all, they have to put Rick James on because that's a romance music. I'm kidding. No, not Rick no, James. That's, that's for Liza. No. <laughs> Liza. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I think what I would suggest is a dinner at California Grill. And just as the fireworks are starting, that's when the proposal will take place. <gasps> I know a lot of people like to do it in front of the castle. Um, to me, that's... That's adorable, but I I like the idea of a romantic dinner. The food there is amazing at California Grill, and um, it would be more I, intimate up there. Yeah, I'm not so much like for me personally. If I had been like you know proposed to that way, I think it would have been kind of weird for me. Yeah, but you see it like all the time now. Every time you're in the park, you just turn around and there's some girl like with her hand in front of her mouth. Like she's shocked, like he hadn't been carrying around that ring for three days. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, I didn't expect this. Quick, take a picture. I'm putting on an Instagram. Yeah. Um, get my good side. No, I mean, I like the idea of the sort of California grill. Or if you're really thinking about dropping some money, Victorian Alberts. And the last time I ate there, there was a proposal there. It was very cute. Um, so that's what I would suggest. And barring that, maybe. Um, you know, depending on your st- where you're staying, there's some nice walks. That walk between the Poly and the Grand Floridian at night on a nice warm night, that's very romantic. I'm going to save the best for last because Adam's not married. And, you know, Adam's got to be cooking up some ideas for his future. So, Adam, what do you think? All right. So the first thing we're doing is we are not taking uh, Disney transportation because that's not romantic, right? Wait a minute. You're kidding me. That's totally romantic. The bus and the... No kidding monorail and a gondola with eight other sweaty people in there come on yeah, who wants that to do gondola. that maybe you could slip that guy a five and just be like can we just get in there without anybody else don't give anyone wouldn't be the first time i tried that <laughs> um no so we are renting well i am renting a uh either a vet corvette or an aston like a nice vantage aston martin anybody a vantage? Uh, those are hot cars so yeah so that's what we're doing because you can you can easily rent an aston martin from like hertz or enterprise seriously yeah yeah Whoa. yeah as long as you got enough as long as you got enough room on your credit card they'll give you they'll give you a card to anybody yeah. um anyway so we're renting that and we are driving over to we're gonna stay at the boardwalk and then we're gonna go over to take us a nice safari ride because what's more romantic than seeing uh animals graze the savannah am i right wait a minute you just said you're gonna take that and you're going to boardwalk yeah, well, that's where we're staying. What to, kind of view are we talking about here? View? Uh, not the gondola view. I'll tell you okay. that. No, we're going to get the uh, view over the boardwalk so that you could see everything that's going on at night. And you could see the other side of the lake, Crescent can Lake. I, can I say something here? I like where you've gone with this. Because instead of going to the Grand Floridian, which is a really obvious choice, you went to a quiet but gorgeous resort that I think is very adult. Except for that clown pool. <laughs> okay. Oh, the clown pool. Yeah. Well, they have an adult good. pool there, don't they? Like a quiet pool? They yeah. do, yeah. We're walking around there. And uh, yeah, I think Boardwalk is, I think it's more romantic than Grand Floridian for the reason of you've got the actual Boardwalk there and you can do mm-hmm. stuff there. Grand Floridian is, is wonderful, but it's got your mix of, well, they're all good. Let's be honest. All these resorts are having mix of kids and everything. So you're never mm-hmm. going to get rid of it. But. but you know what's nice about the boardwalk, too, is that, like, for adults who want to have a nice meal in Epcot, they're just, they could just go right over there. It's like a 15-minute walk. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a perfect resort. That's a really good point. Maybe one other option would be Animal Kingdom, just because, I mean, that's beautiful. Yes. So, and gorgeous. Well, that's why we're going on the safari ride. So, we're getting a little bit of both here. Okay. And then we're going to hop over to Magic Kingdom on the Carousel of Progress. Because who wants to, who, what's more romantic than actually the ride that the attraction that goes through for Valentine's Day? Isn't the oh, one scene in Valentine's Day? Yeah, that's so cute. And uh, you got to see Disney's first family, of course. Mm-hmm. Good point. And then, uh, and then we're going to go over and get a Dole Whip float. The only thing that makes that Valentine scene not romantic is the fact that John really has a very lecherous look about his face. Like, if he were your neighbor, you'd be like, oh, my God, it's him again. I hope he doesn't <laughs> talk to me. Anyway, go ahead. And then uh, we're going to go get a Dole Whip float. And then we're going to have to get back in the rental car because we got to get back to the airport. Because through the magic of... Um, airplanes we are flying out to california to disneyland <gasps> was this Whoa. a surprise it was a surprise yes i'm surprised wait about <laughs> what about her bags Who her packed bags her stuff? are all taken care of thanks to the wonderful people at disney oh the, i love thanks that thanks to um you know Slipping pixie dust somebody a 50 and, okay yeah, everyone gets everyone gets tipped in this uh in this scenario, obviously. And you know what? A lot of people would have this scenario and not pay the money, but I know you would. So yeah, this is getting expensive. Yeah. So we're going to book your trips. (laughs) (laughs) True. So we're going to Disneyland and we're going to go stay at the grand California because I just got back from there last week and that was wonderful experience. And we're going to go eat at either blue Bayou right there on the water inside, or we're going to eat at Carthay circle. Or both. I mean, what the heck? Right. Yeah, so that's my trip. I like it. I like yours a lot. I like the big surprise. Unless you have, like, somebody with you who isn't into surprises and they have a panic attack, then that's not good. (laughs) Yeah, that would be Oh, my gosh, I hate surprises. I would like that surprise. That would be great. Yeah. That's the the one I, I, I mean, that would be super cool to be surprised with something like that. So... The only thing even more romantic would be Disneyland Paris. But then it would be Valentine's anymore, I guess, because of the time change and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that Disneyland Paris is necessarily romantic once you get there. I have to. Yeah, it would probably be freezing and then you'd be really cold. Oh, it would be cold. Yeah, it's February. So, yeah, you'd be freezing. Well, you can cuddle up and snuggle. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? I don't recall the hotels there having like all those co- cozy fireplace nooks like they do at Walt Disney World. Oh, they just like yeah. suffer like we do. Yeah, suffer. Put your coat on and suffer. <laughs> <laughs> this country has been through two world wars in the last hundred years. Yeah. Stop complaining. Yeah, exactly. Suck it up. We don't have Super Walmart. Speaking of fireplaces. <laughs> Super Walmart. Go ahead. Speaking of fireplaces, not to not to get off topic, but what was very romantic about Grand California Hotel is they have the fireplace there. Yes. And they had a person playing the piano, which, like the Grand Floridian, they did that in the lobby. That was really nice. You I know did not what? know they were doing that. There's something about all of those fireplaces and the lodges, whether it's Wilderness Lodge, because we recorded a show there. You and I did, and then I did one with Liza as well. That is just such a – it's so cozy and comfortable up mm-hmm. there. And then, but the ones at Grand Californian, see, to me, Grand Californian is what the Wilderness Lodge wants to be when it grows up. 
That is an extraordinary resort. It's probably, I think that's my favorite of all the Disney resorts. So, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I loved it there. It was more than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's because that was your first time staying there, right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I think if someone's looking for a romantic resort, and let's go let's go around most romantic resort. We'll start with go ahead, Adam. You can go first. Uh, I would I would still say the boardwalk because Great California. You, sometimes you feel like you're in the woods, and if you don't like that, that's okay. not your cup of tea. So boardwalk. Okay, Liza. What about you? I'm gonna go with Port Orleans. What? Yeah. Riverside or French Quarter? I'm gonna or go both. with. Riverside. Yeah, I can see that. The old uh, Southern feel. I'm actually surprised that you um that you said that, given that um the wholesome you love buggy. Beach Club. You I like don't Beach think Club. Beach Club is that romantic. Yeah, I have to agree. I'm with not you. going there for romance. I'm going there for proximity to my favorite place. I really do like the Beach Club, but if I'm going for romance, walks and at night around the resort, you know that kind of a thing. I, I'm really, it's really nice over there. And I like the, it's very romantic. It reminds me of home too, which I like. What about you, Mark? Uh, I would go uh, with Polly. I think. Okay. Because, you know, you kind of got the tropical theme going. Um, and then, you know, so sort of get the high, Hawaii kind of vibe going. And it's, you know, it seems, it's, I feel that's like kind of romantic. Okay. And Bridget? I was going to say Polly, too. Oh, wow. That's Aww. good that you guys Aww. see. They were meant to be together, That's guys. That's good. There it is. Oh, I'm going like, to cue, I'm cue <laughs> the music. How about you, Tony? Uh, Wilderness Lodge, Woods View. Oh, wow. Mm. No no pool view? No, I don't I don't need to hear those kids screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Tony doesn't want anybody looking into his room. No, yeah. not on the romantic. Well, no, because that's where the romance is going on. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you want the okay. to I'm I'm actually going to say I'm a Grand Californian. I think it's really romantic. I don't know. It's so beautiful. And the rooms are not as posh as like maybe you would find at the Grand Floridian or something. Um but that the lobby and the grounds in general are just gorgeous. Um, let's do let's do places to eat. Uh, Adam, we'll start with you again. What's your what's the most romantic restaurant you can think of? Well, Land gonna, or world? All right, I'm gonna go. Okay, so because everyone's gonna say the other one, so I'm gonna go with Narcuzzi's because you got that oh. view of unobstructed, well, sort of obstructive view of Cinderella Castle, but I like it inside there too. It's very nice in there. And it's cozy. It's got okay. a cozy feel. Okay. And Liza? I'm going to say California Grill. Okay. All right. Um, what about you, Mark? I'm going to go a little different, and I'm going to say Tiffin's. Oh, oh wow. I still got to eat there. Because Tiffin, it was a, we, we ate there one time. I, I re, It's a really, really gorgeous restaurant. It's very, re, really, really nice. Do you know what? It is gorgeous, but I, it depends on what room you get. Because if you get that one far room in the back, it's kind of like a Nordstrom Cafe is what it looks like. And God oh, knows really? I've eaten at enough Nordstrom Cafe restaurants to, uh, yeah. <laughs> the food's amazing. What about you, Bridget? I'd have to say California Grill, too. Okay. That was my choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, can Good. I change my? Oh, go ahead. No, let's go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Can I change my answer? Yes. 
<laughs> All right, because so I said Tiffins. I, I forgot about Jico. I would totally go Jico. Oh, oh, yeah, you guys like Jico. I love Jico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good and second for me. Jico has a nice atmosphere, too. Yeah. Because so. I, I think that's just as important as the food. It, you know, even if it's not a romantic dinner, I want good atmosphere. Disney has spoiled me with theming. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. Um, and Tony, what about you? Uh, Les Cellier. Oh. Hmm. Do you it's, like those? It's cozy. It's it's a little dark. There's some nooks and crannies down there. Do you find that their food kind of went down a little bit? Uh, it's been a while since I've eaten there. Okay. It's probably been a good four or five years. Okay. I've never eaten there. Well, I've eaten there like one time, but it was like a long, well, twice actually. But the first time I ate there, oh my gosh, so good. Well, even the second time, but I've had a bunch of people go recently and like tell me clients? they didn't think it was that good but then i had another client go and they said it was awesome so i don't know Maybe- it's really all about you know it's it's incredibly individual i mean like there are generalizations you can make around restaurants i mean like i think you can say something like you know not the 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 mexican restaurant which what's the one in the little i don't building? like that one yeah like generally speaking people don't love that but on the other hand, you know, most people have good things to say about, you know, Chefs de France or Rosencrown. I mean, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, not everyone's going to like everything. Yeah. So, I you totally, I like your choice. I think the atmosphere is really pretty, actually. Thank you. Um, okay, I'm going to close this one out and say that I like, okay, I'm going to cheat and do two. I, I don't think you can not say California Grill. I think California Grill is probably the most romantic, affordable restaurant in Disney property. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I said before, Victoria and Albert's, I think, is romantic. But if I'm really going for a romantic restaurant in a Disney park, and I can't get into Club 33 because, of course, I can't, um, I'm going to say Carthay Circle. I think Carthay Circle is probably one of the prettiest restaurants I've ever been in. That's a nice one. The food is amazing. And the service is, okay, the service is not as good as it could be. I mean, Disney servers are usually amazing. Um, but the everything's perfect when I go there. I love that restaurant. And, a, and second to that, Steakhouse 55, I think, is amazing. And the servers there are just probably the best anywhere. So that would be my choices. Never eaten there. Oh well, you need to go. You you would like. But that. I always have my kids most of the time yeah. when I go to Disneyland, and it just doesn't ever seem like a place where I'd want to bring my kids in there. I think I think like most Disney restaurants, you can are kind of what you make them. Like I have gone to California Grill wearing jeans and a sweater because it's been cold out and felt fine. And I'll go there dressed up. I've brought kids and had to deal with kid meals and I've gone without kids. You know, I think it's what you make it. Disney is very accommodating. Um, Oh, you know, Oh, I've got a little caveat for California grill. So let's say you guys want to have an impromptu, uh, you get a last minute reservation to California grill and you know, so you're going up there for a little romance time or whatnot. Well, Here's a little side note. If your girl, or maybe even your guy, is wearing distressed shorts <laughs> or jeans yeah. with a distressing, they're not going to let you in there without a prayer cloth. Which is what yeah, I you call it a prayer cloth, it. but it's like a, like a shawl that you have to like wrap around your waist. And they made me do that. And I was like marked with the, uh, look at her, something's going on. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you had to wear that. It was very sad. I don't know. I didn't know how to, like, describe it. Except, you know, it was like, and they they give you this uh, scarf thing to tie around your body. I don't know. It's it's They have a bin of them. So I guess it happens. But just a little side note. Don't have distressing or holes on your jeans or your shorts. Well, I don't think it was that if I think if they had been jeans, they would have been okay. I think they were cutoffs. And I think that that the rule is no cutoffs. They so, told me it was distressing. Really? That's what they said. I have the distressing on the front of my, my shorts and that you couldn't do that. Hmm. Well, and yeah, I, I felt bad for you because I mean, it wasn't like it was even a very big cloth. I was like, what's the point of this? I know. And so. I kept thinking, it was well, a last and I minute think that, thing. I think that brings up a good point. I mean, th- there are dress codes to signature restaurants. They're not necessarily followed closely, but you can have cutoffs. You can have shirts on them that say maybe something inappropriate. But I mean, uh-huh. other than that, I mean, it's pretty flexible. Most people dress up to go to those places, yes. as as you should, because it's a special night out. You're probably paying 70 or 80 bucks a person. So, you know, you probably want to dress up. Yeah, but. that's why my romantic time includes getting ready, <laughs> guys. Yes. So you got to give us a minute here. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of times, you know, guys just don't want to give you any time to get ready. They want to stay in the park. So Yeah, anyway. they're pacing back and forth. Like, you done yet? No, I'm yeah. not done yet. I'll let you know. I yes. I went to Napa Rose last week, and I looked up if there was a dress code, and there wasn't. And um, there was this guy in there. He had a tank top on. <laughs> he like like he just gotten from the beach or whatever. And I uh-huh. was like, I was like, come on, like you, you think know. he'd be cold with a tank top on? Yeah, and Leah, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, it was just so, so they and I, they didn't enforce anything if there was anything. I don't think there was anything because I looked and there was no dress code. So because yeah. my, my brother wanted to know if he could wear sneakers. I'm like, he'll be fine with sneakers. Yeah, I, I think like a lot of times like Kevin has, um, you know, like I'll dress up and then Kevin will be in shorts and a T-shirt. I'm like, oh, OK. Or for Thanksgiving, I'll want to dress up and the kids will just like, no, not happening. So, but it is kind of fun to dress up when you're, when you're in the parks. I mean, when you're in these restaurants. So, but anyway, it's, it's basically a personal choice. So, okay. Any final thoughts on romantic stuff to do at Disney World or land? Trudeau Gusto. Oh gosh. That's a great point. Yeah. I just thought of that. That place is awesome. It is like a little cave. Mm -hmm. It's like dark and it's like kind of like cavernous and you can, you don't have to get like a big meal there. It's all like, like cheese plates and things like that. That's like, that's perfect. I I had a great afternoon there once just sitting because there's little tables all through it, but there's this little alcove where you can sit and there's a couch and we got like a wine flight and we got the cheese plate. It was wonderful. It really was. So that's a really good choice. And that's not an expensive, you know, time either. The wine and the wine was good. It was really good. Mm -hmm. So, all right. I like that. Not so much Trader Sam's, right? That's more of a kind of ruckus in there. Yeah. I think if you want something romantic, then you got to go with Tudo Gusto. Okay. I like that. What about. In Disney Springs, is there any place there that you would recommend to people? I haven't been to a lot of the newer places. Mm. Well, Morimoto's is beautiful inside. I mean, you could yeah. just get like a little, they've got a really good cocktail menu. Um, 
if you like those. And they're really pretty. The, all their yeah. stuff's really beautiful to look. Like the sushi's good, and their drinks are beautiful. Um, but you know, in Frontera, I love Frontera. But Frontera is not romantic. I'm trying to chow Although, down. Though. that's some serious cheese dip. I yeah, know. Well, I agree. I mean, cheese you know what, dip can be romantic. You know, it <laughs> looks romantic at Disney Springs, and I have not eaten there. But uh, Enzo's Hideaway, which is yeah. Um, uh, kind of based on a, a 1920s uh, Prohibition era speakeasy, and it's I guess underneath um, uh, Maria and Enzo's Ristorante, so it's kind of like this little hideaway in a tunnel, and it really looks like it has a nice atmosphere. I saw it when I was in Disney Springs uh, in December. Uh, didn't have an opportunity to eat there, uh, but it it looks like it's got a, a great atmosphere, and I, I look forward to going there next time we're down there. Yeah, that sounds cute. I mean, we saw a little bit of it, and it was, you're right, it's kind of romantic looking, so. All right. Okay, well, any final thoughts then? Leave the kids home. Leave the kids at home. <laughs> or with the babysitter. Then you won't feel guilty. You're not going to feel guilty for one night, but you ever go to Disney without the kids, and you're like, oh, gosh, I feel so bad. No, not really. They're at home, doing their homework. No, because yeah. I know I'm going to bring them. They'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, that's true. They'll be fine. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Mark. Why don't you close it out? All right. Well, thank you for listening tonight. We hope we gave you some Valentine's Day ideas. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all those other platforms. And uh, I guess we'll we'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.